Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. I am your host, Angel Bernard. What is going on? How's it going? Here we are, uh, episode number five. It's great to be here. Uh, we're just going to have to dive right into it today, folks. We have a lot to talk about. As you already know, based off of the title, uh, this one is going to be a doozy. So I guess there's really nothing else to do but dive right in. But first, before we do, um, I just have to get this out of the way. I need to talk about a pressing podcast issue uh, with you guys, uh, which is that we've been shadow banned. Uh, Instagram, Spotify, their algorithms are currently keeping us out of the loop. Uh, this podcast is easily a top 10 podcast, but yet somehow they're keeping us off the charts. Uh, this podcast is one of the most loved podcasts in the world, and yet somehow we aren't showing up on the recommended categories for people. Interesting. Very interesting. I, I wonder what they're trying to hide. Is it because of the truth I speak on this podcast? Maybe. Uh, who knows what's really going on? All I know, and this is a fact, is that we have been shadow banned by the algorithm. So as your cult leader and you as my follower, your first official order of business is to tell your friends about this podcast. Commandment number one in the holy book for this cult movement is complete loyalty to this podcast. Meaning, you do whatever it takes to get everyone you know to follow this podcast. It's it's really time to get aggressive here, people. It's time to grab your phone to grab your friend's phone out of their hands, go to their Spotify app, and follow this podcast. We can't really rely on anyone nowadays, so we have to do it ourselves. Make signs and put them in your front yard promoting this podcast. Make ten Spotify burner accounts and follow this podcast ten different times. Whatever it takes. And if you aren't going to do that, the least you can do is post it on your Instagram stories. Can you do that? Or will that ruin your aesthetic? Can you share this on your story? Or will that be detrimental to your brand? At this point, I'm thinking about just going full politics. Just so I can, I can wake up to a thousand new followers every single day. Like, I'm getting a little desperate here, folks. There isn't any government aid for ambitious cult leaders who are just starting out. And do you know why? Because of white privilege. It was easier for the white male cult leaders to gain a following. This is a fact. So not only are we up against algorithms here, we're up against racism itself. So like I said, we're getting desperate here, folks. So like we're getting so desperate, in fact, that I'm thinking of just sending out like a hundred extremely politically polarizing tweets and seeing where that gets me. I think that's the next level of selling out that I'm going to do. Like, just send out a hundred of the most controversial tweets I can think of. Left, right, I really don't care. I'm, I'm kind of shameless. I'd probably decide which side I'd endorse depending on who would pay me more. And once that happens, once the contracts are signed, the tweets would just start rolling out. They would just start coming and they would not. I would tweet out something like, Abortion is spitting in the face of God. Or thousandaires shouldn't exist and just never let up. And you know what? I bet it would work. I bet if I did that, I'd wake up the next morning with like 10,000 new followers. Like next week when you guys tune in, it'll be a completely different show. It's going to be in the ice camps with Angel Bernard. Would I receive death threats every single day and be hated by half the country? Yes. But what does that matter when the block button exists? And plus, I'd have enough money to hire a full SWAT team to protect my every move. So that's usually how these things go, people. Someone just kind of decides to say fuck it 
and go all in in the politics game. And it always pays off. It always pays off. All you have to do is walk into either Fox or CNN with like a 10-page list of all of the most polarizing and controversial things that you can say that like feeds their narrative. That's all you have to do. What? You're willing to say that? You're willing to say that on national television? Well, come on in. That's all you have to do. And next thing you know, you're rising through the ranks and you're eating a steak with Tucker Carlson. It's like the stock market. So many people think you have to be some sort of intellectual to get into stocks. And then you do, and then you kind of realize it's the easiest thing in the fucking world. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say, folks, is that anyone can buy into this game. Literally anyone. It doesn't take a genius. You don't have to be special. So don't be fooled and impressed by Tucker Carlson or Tommy Lauren or Don Lemon. They're all just scrubs. They're all just scrubs. They just happen to be driving Porsches and eating dinner at Nobu. These political journalists, they're not even in the game of politics. They really aren't. They're in the game of being played by politics. They are being told how to act, what to say, and they are expecting to have complete party loyalty. You're only told what they want to tell you. And what they tell you are only things that are benefiting them. You are a puppet. And see, this is where this is where things start getting interesting. Because when you make this realization, when you realize that these journalists are just puppets for, you know, these politicians, it's not too long after where you start taking a hard look at the people who are controlling those puppets. You follow the strings and they bring you to Washington. It all leads back to the Hill in D.C. And all it is is just people trying to spin stories that benefit them. It's deciding which secrets to, to let leak out to the press. I promise you every single leak that comes out of the White House has been crafted to get out at a specific time and in a specific way that will either help a bill get passed to help them get more donors. Like there's a wide variety of reasons, but the reasons are always to benefit themselves. These leaks are not accidents. People always ask why we send money to other countries or why we refuse to tax the rich. But they never want to find out the answers for themselves. Like they just ask the question. They don't like they don't go seeking the answers. You have to ask why are they doing the things they do? And it's it's really not hard to find out. Like it's not it's not like you have to meet some journalist in the middle of a desert. You know, it's not like that. We we really have the sloppiest government in the world. I mean, for God's sakes, Ted Cruz couldn't even go to Cancun without being found out. So it shouldn't be too hard to find out why they are giving more tax cuts to Wall Street or why they refuse to help us out. And the reason for this, it's, it's really simple. It's mainly because of their campaign donors. Remember a couple episodes back when I said that these corporations, they have to rub elbows with politicians in order to make money? How exactly do you think they do that? They do that with money. They cut the presidential nominee whatever whoever fits their narrative the best they cut him a nice check and it helps fund their campaign and they say it was a donation in order to be in order to avoid being prosecuted and they make these donations with the given implication that when the nominee gets into office they will do them a few favors that benefit the company 
They write them a nice check for $25 million to fund their campaign so they can get a tax cut and save them $5 billion in taxes over the four years that administration is in office. That's how it works. That's why you see these important bills that never get passed because there's so much evil shit attached in the fine print. And that fine print is repaying favors to those huge corporations that made the donations. So elections are no longer opportunities for democracy. They are opportunities for corporate investments. I mean, look at Obama. When he was running for office, his platform was partially that he would legalize marijuana on a federal level. That was part of his spiel. And as soon as he got into office, these pharmaceutical companies, they sat him down and they told him that playtime was over. You know, they probably took him out to a nice dinner and they wined him and dined him with some of the best, you know, food cooked by these private chefs. Lobster, steak, mozzarella di bufala with lobster and caviar, white or red, fuck it, why not both? And you know, you know, they talked and they ate and laughed and they talked about all the coke they did during law school. And after the entree was over and the chocolate mousse was on its way out, you know, the guy began his little spiel. You know, Barack, everyone is happy that you're in D.C. and we love the platform you ran on, except except for one part. We're not too big on the whole legalization of marijuana part. And then suddenly Obama, he would feel a hand on his shoulder and standing over his shoulders would be two giant dudes in suits. And then the guy would go on to say, in fact, I think it'd be in your best interest to not even introduce that bill. And then Obama would have to meet with arm dealers and then the, pris- and then the prison industrial complex. He would have to meet with guy after guy after guy pushing their own agenda. Each guy who had their own guys with suits to make sure he didn't step out of line. And I I hope I'm not coming off the wrong way. I'm not saying that every single person who goes into politics is completely evil. That's not what I'm saying. However, I do think every single person who is in politics needs to be looked at with a little bit of a side eye. I I have a friend whose family is in politics. And from all appearances, very nice family, dogs educated and good-looking kids and even people will tell me oh they're a very nice family salt of the earth really very nice people and I'm sure they are but my response is always the same they're nice because they're politicians they have to be extremely nice all the time to protect the image don't fall for the facade everything is calculated with politicians and the higher you climb the ladder the more calculated you have to be you know, but don't get me wrong. I think some people, they do get into the game because they really, they want to make a difference. Like I truly believe there are Leslie Nope types that want to do good. Do they actually end up making a change? That's debatable. But then again, it's not really their fault. It's, it's not for lack of trying. It's just the nature of the beast. But there comes a point when you're climbing up the ladder where you really have to tune in to your killer instinct in order to make it to that next level. Like you really have to be able to go to any lengths to achieve the type of power that you want, whether it's through legal bribery loopholes, paying people off, making people disappear. You have to really be able to turn a part of your humanity off in order to make that next stride. I think you you probably really start seeing people, you know, like this once DC starts getting involved or like if you run a major city. Like once you get there, you really start entering a gray area of morality and making ethical decisions. 
it, it probably starts off as little things like paying off reporters to keep a story from coming out. And then the higher you climb, the more drastic the options can kind of become because, you know, that's just how much there is at stake for you and your family. One of my favorite stories, actually, um, it's, the mur- it's the story of the murder of Kevin Ives and Don Henry. Two teen boys, like 17 and 16, they were hunting in the woods of Arkansas. And I'm, I'm going to get into the full story. It's a whole thing in another episode. But the summary is that they saw a drug drop while hunting. They saw drugs fall from a plane while they were out in the woods hunting. Was it the cartel or was it someone else? Who really knows? But there is evidence that strongly suggests that it was a drug. It was a drug drop, and these boys were later run over and killed by a train because the story is they had quote unquote smoked too much marijuana and fell asleep on the train tracks. And of course, the state coroner they did a toxicology report backing up all of these claims, and it was deemed an accidental suicide. But here's where things get interesting: the parents of the two kids began looking into the situation themselves. They hired coroners and investigators, which had different conclusions. The conclusions drawn from the parents' investigative team was that their deaths, in fact, showed signs of homicide, not suicide. It showed that there was more going on, and it just wasn't being said. Once these claims were made, and the parents demanded more answers, the government began stonewalling every single claim the parents made to receive more information. And do you know why? Because around this time, the governor of Arkansas, Bill Clinton, had just began campaigning towards his presidential candidacy. So why would two kids who witnessed a drug drop be murdered? Wouldn't they be interviewed to catch the drug dealers? Shouldn't they have been heroes? They should have been. Unless, of course, Arkansas officials knew about the drop. If officials knew about the drop, they would be found guilty of drug trafficking and would face criminal charges. That would ruin lives. That would ruin certain presidential campaigns for both Bill and later Hillary. And it's, that entire story is factual. There are actual reports on the government stonewalling the families and coroner and investigative reports. It's not like this is some forum from Reddit. This is provable shit. How the Clintons aren't in prison for that right now really goes to show how fucked our justice system is. And I'm sure the Clintons aren't the only family who have done something like this. To say that they are the only ones that do this kind of shady shit is like saying Jeffrey Epstein was a lone wolf. You're not seeing the whole picture. And if you still aren't able to, I really think you might be fucked. So, like I said folks, you really have to be able to go to any lengths to achieve that type of power whether it's through cover-ups or making people disappear. You have to really be able to become some sort of emotionless robot to keep moving forward. You do not make it into the highest office in the land without doing a few shady things. That's why it always makes me laugh when I see people have so much faith in the system. The same system that covered up murders in order for someone to become president. People really believe that a simple election is the solution to all of our problems. I promise you this administration is not the answers. We basically elected a warmongering Wall Street lover into the office. And that doesn't mean Trump was the answer because I promise you he was not. But I need you to realize that the kids are still in cages, people. The kids are still in cages, which goes to show that the problem was not an administration issue, but a systematic one. So none of these schmucks are the answer. None of them are going to make a difference because they have been bought off years ago. 
They are just using this time to repay the debts and hope to God that the ship doesn't sink on their watch. Their job is to just keep this sinking ship afloat for as long as possible. I mean, for God's sakes, our voting system doesn't even work. And even if it did, you guys wouldn't believe it anyways. So when, when people ask who I'm voting for, I just ask them, you think voting still works? And they all laugh and they treat it like a joke. But like most things, I'm not joking. I'm screaming the end of the world is here and these people think I'm joking around. I've made all of this funny because that's the only way I know how to talk about this without losing my mind. I have to find it funny that all of this shit is going on and no one seems to care or else I'll break down into tears about how depressing it is that no one cares about this country. I make jokes about this because there's nothing else to do. It's over, people. It's too late to care now. We can't revolt because they took our privacy. They took it away from us years ago. We can't even band together. I have to make light of the fact that this government runs a pedophile network and people make memes about it instead of actually trying to help. It's a fucked cause because do you know what happens if by some miracle, if by some miracle someone who actually cares about the American people gets into office? They assassinate him while he's driving through Dallas. That's what they do. So enough telling me to vote, enough telling me I need to care about the democratic process because it doesn't work. It's too late. When I was caring, people called me a conspiracy theorist. So I'm, do I'm done caring. I'm just here to broadcast the end of the world. That's all I'm doing. Just laughing through the pain and I'm hoping to, and I'm hoping to slowly make you guys realize all of these things as well. It's all one giant circus act and they're all puppets to these corporations. And damn it, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to be a puppet. Write me a check for half a million dollars and I will become the most controversial puppet of all time. I would make Tucker Carlson look like a liberal and I'd make Bernie Sanders look like a fucking conservative. I would go all the way in. Like, I, I really don't think you guys understand how easy it would be to just be like some sort of political figure and just kind of spill bullshit all day. Like, it's, it's really easy. It's also really easy to be some like motivational speaker. That's really easy too. In fact, it's so easy. I can do both at the same time. I can do both at the same time. Like this, like, let me, let me just do it. Fuck it. Let's just, let me, let me show you how easy it is. Yeah, guys. So look, I, I know times are tough right now in this country, um, but this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do as your president, as your commander in chief. I want to help you guys out. I want you to be able to get up every day and hustle and grind and do what you love and not have to worry about health care or worry about being fucked with taxes. I want you to hustle. I want you to chase your dream. You know why? Because you are an entrepreneur. You are a beast. You wake up and you piss excellence. And as your president, I will work my ass off every single day. I will drain the fucking swamp better than Trump ever could. Because you can do it. I can do it. We all can do it. We all can make a fucking change. This is our country. And as president, I swear to God, I will abolish student loans. I will spit in the face of Sally Mae. I will launch nuclear missiles on the fucking student loan buildings myself if I have to. If they don't want to listen. I swear to God, I will get into a tweet war with the pharmaceutical companies while you guys are grinding, while you guys are working for your dream. You have to trust me that I will deliver, that I will fulfill my promises. 
because I'm a grinder just like you. We are a country of grinders. We hustle, hustle, hustle. We put out content. We brand build. We stream. We do all this shit because we want to be the best. I promise under me, America will be the best brand that this world has ever seen. Let's bring back the American brand. Let's bring back the picket fences. Let's bring back the jobs. Let's say fuck you to China. Let's say fuck you to North Korea. Let's be Americans. Let's grind. Let's work hard. Fuck playing it safe. Fuck everyone. We are Americans. Don't you forget it. We have forgotten who the fuck we are. We're Americans. So wake up. Grind. Fucking wash your face. Go to the gym at 4 o'clock in the morning. Do you. Be ready for success. I need you to grind. I need you to be ready. Because whenever I take office in January, I promise all of your grinding will have paid off. That is what I promise to do as your next president of these United States. So God bless America and God bless you. So you see, folks, that, that's how easy. That's how easy this shit is. And I bet you anything, people would love it. People would eat it up. People would be like, oh my God, this, this is the, ne he's the next one. Like, so if I can do this, if I can make something like that on the spot, imagine what someone can do who has script writers and producers and cameras and a hundred million dollars of investor money. Imagine what someone like that could do. This is just me with a microphone. I was about to have you guys get up and start cheering right now. And I'm just sitting here in my, in my apartment. Imagine what you can do when you're on a stage backed by corporate money. That's what I'm trying to say. That is how easy it is to fuck up the infrastructure of this country. So do not trust these people because they're bullshitters just like me, just like you. So anyways, guys, in closing, I, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I really hope it made you begin to question and reanalyze the way you look at the politicians who run this country. I basically what I'm trying to do is I'm, I'm trying to brainwash you to think like I think that's the first step like little by little that's the first movement of this cult uh, that's before this is prep before the chaos happens uh, so anyways thank you for listening you can buy your cult robes on Amazon uh, I do not buy them they are very expensive you can buy your Rolexes at Rolex.com or go to your nearest Rolex shop purchase that send me a photo of it and you'll automatically be in the club again thank you guys for listening follow me on my socials at the angel bernard at the soto studio my new laptop i have new sound panels installed it's all here so more content is coming cool content like super cool content i and i really want you guys to be there and experience that and you know give it a like share it with your friends uh, because i want all of us to grow together I want this to be a kind of a community thing. You know, that's, that's what I want. So go ahead, follow my socials. Thank you for listening. I love you guys and have a good week. Now it's time for ads. This episode is sponsored to you by the Skull and Bones Society. Yep, I don't know if you've heard of Skull and Bones. They are a very exclusive society on the Yale campus. You have to be initiated. I think only a handful of people. We will be talking about them later on at a later date if I survive until then. They are a very exclusive society, very exclusive club presidents, and people who run the world have been known to be involved and initiated in this society. Basically, they're the closest thing to giving the Illuminati a run for their money. The Skull and Bones are officially sponsoring this podcast. 
I'm starting a little bit of a feud with the advertisements, the Illuminati, the Skull and Bones. I'm kind of playing them against each other. This is Nike and this is Adidas. You know, we're going to we're going to play both hands, see who, you know, can give us the most money, who can benefit us the most, kind of, you know, play the politician and be, stay in the middle. Um, so, yeah, this episode is sponsored by the Skull and Bones. Go to www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL in order to register and be uh, and to apply for this uh, society. And it, it, like looking back now, it's kind of funny, you know, maybe the reason why this podcast isn't on the charts is because the Skull and Bones and the Illuminati are sponsoring it. Maybe the powers that be don't want this to be on the charts. Maybe this podcast is so exclusive that it can't be on the charts. I think this is the price I have to pay being sponsored by these elite societies, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with, you know, not being on the top charts for now. As long as these societies, they keep giving me money because, like I said, my goal is to be part of these groups. My goal is to get behind the walls. So go to www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL. Sign up, three-month free trial. Uh, if you don't like it, uh, you can't give it back. They'll take your life. So be cautious of how you're going to join. Uh, Joe Rogan is also trying to get these sponsorships, but he is too mainstream. He has been sponsored by the CIA for far too long, and that is why he is on top of the charts. So please go to www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL. Uh, you will not regret it. It's fun. You know, you're networking with all these people. The only reason I know that story I talked about Bill Clinton and the kids being murdered is because I'm in the Skull and Bone Society. It's because I subscribe to this society. That's the only reason I know. So please know that whenever I talk about these theories, it's not just ignorance. I know these things because I am part of the Skull and Bones and the Illuminati. And the only way to fact check me and to know if I'm telling the truth is to go to www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL and see for yourself. So www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL. Sign up. It's a great time. Hopefully the Illuminati doesn't get jealous or, you know, I don't start some type of turf war and I end up missing. And if I do, I love you guys. Anyways, www.skulls.com slash promo code ANGEL. Thank you.